Welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to deepen your faith, knowledge, and love of our Lord Jesus as we explore the timeless treasures of the Bible. Join us now as we explore God's Word. Welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. I'm Matt Staver. Today we're going to continue our study of the Gospel of John, chapter 4. It's an amazing story where Jesus meets the woman at the well. We began that study, and we overviewed the entire history of this in the encounter of Jesus with this woman at the well. Just to recap, Jesus is at the well. He has been tired from the long journey that he had made, showing his humanity, certainly divine and yet also fully human. The Greek and the natural language shows that he was exhausted. He was tired. And so he is going to stay behind while the disciples go into the city to buy food. So they're gone. Jesus is there at this well in the middle of the day at 12 o'clock noon. And there comes a woman, a Samaritan woman. She doesn't come in the morning where you would think she would come to draw water where it's cooler or in the evening. But she comes in the middle of the day. There's probably a reason why she did that. She came at a time when many people may not be there because they would choose to go carry the water during a cooler part of the day. But she comes at a time where very few people will be there. And you can tell why she probably does that based upon her past history. Jesus was not only tired, but he wanted to meet this woman where she was. She comes to this well. She's from Samaria. And the conversation begins where Jesus asks her for a drink. And she's surprised because she realizes Jesus is a Jew. She recognizes him as Jewish, probably because he has a prayer shawl or some other dress that signifies his Jewishness. And she begins by expressing surprise. How is it that you being a Jew would even ask me, a Samaritan, for something to drink? Because Jews have no dealings, they have no community, they have no interaction with Samaritans. And the reason is, as you look into this chapter, because they have a history of sort of competition, if you will. The Samaritans say that this is the mountain where you should worship, but you Jews say it's in Jerusalem where you should worship. She begins to uh, engage in this conversation where Jesus piques her interest, first wanting water, then telling her that he could give her living water, water that is bubbling up like a brook, fresh, clean water, but not just fresh, clean water, water that will give her life. Incredulously, she asked for him to give her some water like that, even though he has no means visible on how he might draw the water, because she's only thinking in the physical realm, not in the way that Jesus was meaning the water that will give eternal life, the water which, if you drink it, you will never thirst again. So when he gets her interested in this conversation, and she says, Sir, in chapter 4, verse 15. Give me this water so that I don't get thirsty, neither come all the way here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. No doubt a pause. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, 
You have said, well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and he whom you now have is not your husband. This you have truly said. The woman said in verse 19, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet, and this is where she engages in now a theological discussion. Which is the right place to worship? Jesus spends very little time on that. But one of the things that Jesus did was he was really wanting to reach her soul. Imagine a woman who's been married five times. She's gone through five different marriage ceremonies. Five times she's had friends and family come and celebrate that marriage. Five times, for whatever reason, that marriage failed. We don't know why. We don't know if the husbands died, but probably they didn't. Probably the relationship dissolved. Obviously, this woman's self-esteem, having five failed marriages, is at a very low point. No wonder why she came in the middle of the day. It may be that you have known someone or you are part of a family with a broken relationship, marital relationship, or other kind of relationship. It does something to your mental, emotional, and also your self-esteem. This woman went through it five times, five times. But now what happened is Jesus points out that there's a sixth person involved. Now, this sixth person, it may be that she moved to this town with this man, but had never really married him. She's given up on marriage. She's tried it five times. It's failed five times. Now she's living with a man who's not her husband. Either she's having an affair with this man, or she and this man moved to this location. At any rate, she's living with this man as though they were married, but they're not married. Now, no one else would have known that because she's surprised that Jesus knows it. And that's why she says, I perceive you're a prophet. And what also happens here is if it's clear that this were common knowledge, that she had five husbands and the man she's living with now is not her husband, it would have been obvious that, well, maybe he heard that from someone. He could not have heard it from anyone. Nobody knew that. So she's living with this guilt and low self-esteem. Nobody knew her true story. She passes friends and maybe other family, and no one comes to the very heart of what is at the core of this woman that is chaining her down, except Jesus knows exactly where it is, and he goes right to it. The other thing that happens here is once she then leaves and goes into the city, and she tells other people in the city, come and meet a man who told me everything that I ever did. Everything that I ever did. The recording that John gives here is only the conversation of Jesus communicating with her about her five husbands, and the sixth person she's living with now is not her husband. He doesn't go into other details. It may be that at some point, maybe that evening, maybe later in the week, the disciples obviously at the time when they came back and they were surprised to see Jesus talking to a woman. And 
when Jesus ultimately confronts her, she ultimately becomes a believer in Jesus as Messiah. She becomes an evangelist. She goes back to the, to the town and she says, come and see a person who is the Messiah. He is the one, indeed, the Christ, the Savior of the world. She becomes an evangelist for him. This is the amazing thing about Jesus. He reaches down to people who are broken, and it may be something that you've experienced or something that you know someone else's experience. He reaches down and he fixes broken people. He's there gently trying to shed light on those dark places of your life. Jesus is wanting relationship. He's wanting to bring light to darkness. He's wanting to break the chains that bind you. This is the Savior of the world. This is the Messiah, as she says, the Savior of the world. Reach out to him, study his word, because it is so full of amazing stories about the one who created us, the one who redeems us, and the one who loves us. I'm Matt Staver, and this is the Covenant Journey Podcast. You've been listening to the Covenant Journey Podcast. We hope that we have informed, inspired, and encouraged you to deepen your faith knowledge, and love for our Lord Jesus as we've explored the Word of God. Visit covenantjourney.org where you can obtain additional notes and information to enhance your study of the Scriptures. The website again is covenantjourney.org. You can also email us at cj at covenantjourney.org. Share this podcast with your friends. Enhance your study of the Scriptures. Visit covenantjourney.org.